to Life Lessons. We're Jen and Sherry. I'm Jen Stevens, a retired teacher of 28 years and the author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat. And I'm Sherry Bullock. I've worked in healthcare for over 26 years, and I've been an active volunteer for many organizations. We're both wives and moms, and let's face it, we're the glue that holds it all together in our homes. In our careers, we have always been problem solvers who help others. And that's what we'll be doing here, answering questions you didn't know you had, one smart solution at a time. We're always looking for ways to make our lives easier, help us be more productive, or improve our health and wellness. So let's live our best lives one day at a time, and let's have some fun along the way. everybody. We are so glad you're here today. Welcome to episode 60 of the Life Lessons podcast. How are you doing today, Sherry? I'm doing much better this week than I did last week. Oh, I I had a little bit of the flu bug last week. The actual flu. Influenza A, is that what you had? Yes. Bonus kids like to bring you bonus bugs. There you go. Kids kids always do, right? That was the fun of being a teacher. (laughs) Although I think I had like you know, pretty good immune system by the time I was done. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, generally, I would just blame it on work, but we're masked constantly at work. So I have to blame it on the little gremlin. Who also had it before you did. Right. She Uh was tested positive. Who was sitting next to me on the couch (laughs) playing with the puppy. So yeah, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. You seem like yourself. You knocked that out pretty quickly. I did. Luckily. Yep. So how are you? I'm good. Are you getting excited about the book? Yeah, by the time this comes out, it will already have been out. But I'm, you know, of course, a little nervous. (laughs) Well, so we'll see. I hope everyone loves it. Um, So far, I heard from someone, they're like, oh, this is not what I expected. Somebody got it early by accident. I saw that. It was (laughs) because, you know, it's still not out yet because we're recording this a few weeks early before the the, um, episode comes out. And someone who lives in Canada, it showed up. Do you About know what that is? Two weeks early, it's somebody making a mistake. Is what no, that's is. called good karma. She was oh, a it's contributor good karma? to the podcast. Oh. Well, that is and true. And the universe sent that's her right. clean there we early. Go. But all I know is, I mean, I certainly am not going to tell you know my publisher because when I got two boxes of cleanish on the side of the box, it said, "Jen Stevens cleanish note to retailer." Do not put this out until January fourth for any whatever like um. It was like how to report it if someone had put it out early. I mean, they're not kidding. Oh, There's so like your a, books are real copies, not the advanced reader copy? She got – oh, yeah. I just got a, two boxes of real copies. Oh, awesome. Yeah. But that was, I guess, when they sent them all out to the bookstores. They also sent me 50 copies. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. And so I have the real one in my hand, and it looks so good. I love it. But also, she got it early. And so I bet whatever retailer she got it from uh-huh. sent it out early. But they weren't supposed to. Like, there's an a email address you can report when retailers oh, well. get it out early because it's apparently a big no-no. But, I mean, look, I'm certainly not going to report it. I'm excited she got it early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, thrilled. I'm like, ooh, but I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> She'll be the star student on day one of the book study. She will. I actually got a a message from her in the community today where she said she's read the introduction and she loves it. Good. So that made me really happy because I'm just nervous. I'm like, people be like, well, I didn't want to be like that. I didn't want it to be like that. I wanted it to be different. You know, you just don't know what people think. So, And she has an index. 
She you does. Guys, I, I, this morning, I was like not very awake, drinking coffee, sitting in my sauna, and I was studying for today's episode. <laughs> and uh, I went to look something up in the index. I was like, I'm just going to go to the index and look this up and figure out what page this would be on. And I'm thumbing and thumbing and thumbing. And there's like all these blank pages in the back of the book. And I know Jen left some blank pages for people to write in. Right? I, no, no, there are no, no, there are no blank pages. Oh, so there's in the not back. supposed to be a bunch of blank pages. No, that was the pages that were filling in for where the end material is going to be in uh, the real coffee. Well, so there's like the bibliography, <laughs> and then there's a bunch of pages, and then there's a ton of blank pages. And I was like, okay, but where's the index? And I thumbed through it for several times, thinking <laughs> I just didn't see it. And then finally, I noticed like five of the pages says index at the top, right, and they're right. blank, and they just didn't fill in all that yeah. back matter. On the so, early reader coffee that you have. But there's a beautiful index in the real coffee. Good. So, That'll make it yeah. easy. It really does. You can go right. I've used it already. Like when I was prepping for these episodes, mm-hmm. I've been like, where is that? And I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know it's in here somewhere. I think I wrote about that somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, so funny. Before we get into to more of the podcast, I want to take a minute to thank both Betty and Karen for supporting the podcast. They sent in um, donation support, and the two of them combined, their support will help us bring you almost six episodes of the podcast Yay. with our editing costs. Thank so that's you, really Betty exciting. and Karen. That's so exciting. Definitely. We appreciate it more than you know because we, we love doing the podcast, and um, – it, it takes a something. big stress off when we know yeah. that, you know, we can pay for production and, and yeah. keep bringing you more episodes because I get a little stressed out about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jen knows. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be fine. But <laughs> Jen's like, breathe, Sherry. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll, work out. it'll be fine. Yeah, it will. It will. <laughs> but we have so much fun doing it that that's why we never want to stop doing it. But, you know, we want it to be more than a, a hobby that we pay out of pocket for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyhow, we're, we're working on some solutions. We think we've got it figured out. But thank you so much to both of you and everyone else who's helped us out with the, the episodes. Yes. Thank you so much. So let's move into our weekly good news segment. And today's is a little bit different, um, but it really touched me. So I, I do want to share it. It came from Annette in Australia. And uh, we know Annette. She's been a moderator for um, Jen's Facebook groups for a couple of years now. And she wrote, this is probably a bit unorthodox, but it's where I'm at at the moment. I want to pay tribute to my beautiful cat, Lucy. It starts with the sad news in that Lucy died five days ago on December the 9th. She had been struggling with small cell lymphoma in her bowel for two and a half years. She also suffered from thyroid disease, inflammatory bowel disease, and pancreatitis. She was 14 years old and a litter mate to my other cat, Max. He would always seek her out, and I have hundreds of photos of them cuddling together, and he misses her. Lucy was my safe place, the place you go to where you just know everything will be all right. The place you go to to be reminded to be present and grounded. She had the most beautiful nature. She never raised a paw in anger. I am heartbroken, but I am Just so grateful and blessed that she stayed with us for as long as she did. Today is the first day that I haven't cried. I am starting to remember the good times, like when she used to chase a laser light halfway up the wall or chase blue pen lids, only blue, never any other color. And Jen met her once when she invited herself to one of our mod Zoom chats. A few weeks ago, when she was having a good day, I managed to record her purring. And I have played it many times. I can feel her. Our pets bring us so much joy. I am sending my love to everyone who has experienced this love and this loss. 
It does get better. It just takes time. Max is still wandering around the house meowing, and I wish I could speak cat to him. That's a hard one to to not tear up. Get teared with. up with? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm you glad you me. read it. I don't know if I could have read that. <laughs> I know. I'm not a cat mom. Yeah, but it's it's all the furry babies. Whether you're team cat or team dog, they're they're part of the family. They really, really are. So, I, Annette... Um, we love you, and I remember when Annette shared that in the mod group that that she had lost Lucy, and I did meet Lucy, and she was a precious kitty. But you know, all of our our precious fur babies, they really do hold that special place in our heart. That's my Ellie. You know, Sherry was with me when Ellie got hit by a car, and we didn't know we were at the beach and got them the and and you know I'm like hysterical on the beach, and Sherry's right there. She's like, let's just go home a day early. Yeah, well, because they're so important to us. I brought that up the other day at work because I was sharing something with my coworker. I was working to prep one of the podcasts and I was crying to him reading a good news story. And he said, you better practice that before you read it on the episode or you're going to cry. And I said, it's okay. I cry reading stuff all the time on episodes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a big cry baby. I said, Jen never cries. And uh, I said, actually, no, I take that back. I've seen her cry once when her cat got hit by a car. And I do cry. I just, I am more you're of a, a crier in private. I was like, you're like a later. cat crier. I did start crying when I was reading um, the audiobook for Cleanish when I was... <laughs> A section talking about Cal and and his wife Kate. I uh-huh. like was crying while I was reading. I was like, I got to try that again. I had to read it like three times, and they're like, Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh well, I, I try not. to. I'm such a sympathetic crier. Me too. Me I too. mean, I cry reading Hallmark cards, and I cry at the movies, and so yeah. Anyway, well, Annette, we love you, and um. I, there's that's all we can say yep all right so listeners we need your stories send your good news story to connect at lifelessonscommunity.com we want to hear about companies that have given you exceptional customer service give a shout out to a special someone in your life tell us an amazing story or share anything that might be inspirational to fellow listeners we look forward to hearing from you and sharing your good news in an upcoming episode So before we get to the life lesson of the week, we want to take a minute to tell you about one of the, well, I'm not going to tell you about one. I'm going to tell you about a bunch. So instead of reading it like I had it written, I want you to go to jenstevens.com slash cleanish. And just because we're talking about cleanish today, so many of the companies that I love are there. So if you go to jenstevens.com slash cleanish, first of all, you can find a link to Join the community and join the Cleanish book study. You can find um, a link to order Cleanish. You're no longer pre-ordering it. You're just ordering it. And we've also got some of my Cleanish recommendations there. I just worked on this page the other day, Sherry, getting say, it ready. I say, this is new to me. For the launch, jenstevens.com slash Cleanish. Yes, it's been there, but it only had like a link to pre-order the book. But now I've gone in and added my Cleanish recommendations, which include Branch Basics and Dry Farm Wines and Clean Beauty and Zoe and Green Chef and Sunbasket and Daily Harvest. And I have a few more things I'm going to be adding that might be there before this episode comes out. So it's just, you know, the clean kind of things that um, that I'm using in my life. Um, go to jenstevens.com slash cleanish, and I'll always add to them over time. Like I have a, a new um, a pan that I really love. It's a nonstick pan, and I haven't added that one yet. Have you seen my caraway pans? No, I have not. Oh I was going to say you have a clean... 
Nonstick yes. pan? Yes, it's ceramic coated. Okay. And it is better than, like, I used to have um, the nonstick. I have all clad right. stainless steel, but I also had their, their nonstick, and I would use it for eggs or mm-hmm. anything, you know. Right. Because, you know, you can't cook that in a stainless steel, and I'm not good at making that in cast iron. I don't care how often I try. I'm not. So <laughs> these caraway pans, they are just fantastic. They wipe out, like, literally just wipe out. Nice. You hand wash them, but it's, like, so easy. And I got blue. They're navy blue. Fun. I know. So I have a set at the beach. Anyway, they're not on there yet, but they'll probably be on there by the time this episode comes out. Plus the bread I'm using now. If I talk to you about wild grains bread. You have. Uh Uh-huh. I love it. Anyway, so all the things that I love that are fitting into my cleanish lifestyle, you can find it there. So now it is time for our Life Lesson of the Week. And this week, we are going to talk about cleanish. It's week two of our book study. So we're going to be continuing this book study every even episode through episode 68, although we are skipping 66 because you have some, you know, some homework in between um, 64 and 68. And there's a more in-depth book study going on in the Delay Don't Deny community. So you can still join that community by going to jenstevens.com slash community and use the promo code cleanish to save 15% on the cost of your membership. If you join as an annual member, that's just under a dollar a week. I mean, that is really a low price, Cherry, mm-hmm. under a dollar a week. And you get intermittent fasting support if you're an intermittent faster. And you get the cleanish book study and the ongoing support there if you're not yet an intermittent faster, though. I'm still placing bets that by the time people finish the cleanish book study, we'll have a lot of people who have come over to be intermittent fasters, even just a little well, bit, like Chad does it. And I'm know. quite convinced that if you join the community to access the ongoing book study that is going to be led by the author, Jen Stevens. <laughs> I mean, where else can you do that? Nowhere um, in the world, unless you live <laughs> at my house. And those people that live at my house aren't that interested. <laughs> but if you join the community, you can't help but also get immersed in some of the intermittent fasting discussion there. And I'm pretty sure once you start seeing how like uh, Many transformative love it and how yeah transformative it is i bet you i bet you dive in did you see vic's post this morning i did not um he's a member of our community he i think he's 80 oh is he really have you not seen that post yet i no i was studying for today's episode oh. and <laughs> <laughs> i was on puppy duty my husband's sick this week well, oh, uh, um, uh, yeah, that's you got to do the puppy duty. That's important, you know. You can't let that slide by. But yeah, I'm trying to trying to find it. He posted it this morning. Um, his name is Vic, and he, I think he just turned 80. Wow, he's somewhere around there. But um, it talks about it being the fountain of youth and how much better he's feeling, and it's just astonishing. Anyway. We hear that over and over again. We really so do. Amazing. So anyway, we're going to be doing the book study through the end of March and um, and even beyond. I mean, we're not going to stop talking about it forever because it's going to be just a part of, you know, part of our vernacular from now on. Cleanish is, is here to stay. So um, jenstevens.com slash community. We'd love to have you join us there. So this week, we're going to focus on the importance of living mainly clean by considering your household cleaning products and personal care items. As you read the Household Cleaning Products and Personal Care Items chapters, you'll go a lot more in-depth into the topics than we can here in just one episode, but we want to get you thinking before you read those chapters. So if you remember from the introduction to part one, we want to avoid adding to our toxic load or our body burden, and we are concerned with a wide variety of funky chemicals, including those that may be carcinogens, endocrine disruptors, respiratory toxins, developmental toxins, etc. Right. 
So, you know, we forget about the fact that what we use to clean our houses or what we put onto our bodies really does matter a great deal. And I always like to think of the example of transdermal medications. You know, we know that you can put on a patch and you can get your birth control that way. You can get nicotine that way. So if medications can be absorbed in our, through our skin and, you know, distributed wherever they're needed in the body, so can things we don't want it to let in. And somebody, I remember one time in one of the Facebook groups, so it was a while back, was kind of arguing about that. They're like, uh-uh, that's not... And I'm like, of course it is. It really does go through. Do you remember the that, skin Sherry? is the biggest organ. But do you remember the person who was arguing about it and saying that wasn't true? I don't know. I don't remember that. It just really struck me. And I'm like, people just really don't know. And, you know, it wasn't that, you know, I was mad that she didn't know, but it was surprised to me. Because we we don't question the hormone patches or the transdermal nicotine patch. That's magic. Right. But it's it's getting into your bloodstream. (laughs) It's going through your body. So, you know, when you rub on anything, get it in your on your skin, it's it's going into your body. Listen, we use pretty harsh cleaning products at the hospital to clean down the beds and the equipment. And, you know, they're all bactericidal, fungicidal, viricidals. You know, they've got to kill nasty bugs. Right. And years and years ago, before Cleanish was on my radar, one of the reps for the company, our, our hospital was switching brands, and the rep came in to talk to us because they have certain times, like they're called dry times. They have to stay wet for so long to work, right? So he said, never touch this product without gloves on. Yeah. He said, it goes to your liver in 30 seconds. Wow. What? And I was just like blown away by that. And I don't know how much truth there is to it, but let me tell you, I have never touched that cleaning product without a pair of gloves on. Yeah. I wouldn't need, I don't know if it could go to your liver in 30 seconds. Why don't I think about that your circulation? That's pretty fast. I'm now I'm like even more freaked out. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm not really not freaked out. But knowledge is power. Yeah. How many people are touching that though and not knowing? You just if you hadn't heard it from the rep, you would be like, no big deal. It makes, I mean, it just makes perfect sense, though. I mean, your your blood circulating, your liver's cleaning well, your it blood is going, from toxins. Yeah. And That's true. So anyway, yeah. it, it really does matter. And, the, you know, the more I started to research, the, the more in-depth I got, the more I was like, oh, gosh, it matters even more. So I thought about the huge number of products that we come in contact with each day. So, you know, if you pull out your cleaning products, the, you know, the things you have under your sink in your kitchen or your bathroom, you might see the warnings on the back, may irritate the skin, eyes, nose, and mouth, can be highly poisonous or fatal if swallowed. Exposure in childhood has been linked to attention and learning problems as well as cancer, may cause damage to internal organs through skin absorption. So that's just, you know, a few of the things you might find, like what you were just talking about, mm-hmm. the one from the hospital. So I looked under my kitchen sink, and I share this in Cleanish, but it's just hilarious. I found 45 different cleaning products under the kitchen cabinet. Wow. And then I went into the pantry and the laundry room, and I had about 75 unique cleaning products in just those locations. Wow. I mean, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Who needs 75 different cleaning products? I simplified my way down to about 10 essentials. Now, I can't control everyone who lives in my house. Cough, cough, Chad. (laughs) Right. You know, whatever. Uh, He could do whatever he wants. He's a grown man. But I have about 10 essentials that I use now. And that's and, and 
several of them are just branch basics in different formulations, right. you know, so like the counter one and whatever. But, you know, you don't need all that. And I went in my bathroom and I looked at only the essential personal care products that I use daily. Like if I were going on a trip, what would I pack? What would I put in my suitcase? And the average for most people is nine to 15 per day. And I, I thought, you know, I'm pretty simple. I right. don't have an elaborate routine. You would say I'm pretty simple. Uh-huh, very much. 26 items that I use every day. Yeah, well, I've seen your bathroom at the beach. That's true. That's right. <laughs> Do you have any ideas what your numbers might look oh, like? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm going to guess probably around 20 items. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I'm using 26 different items in my body every day, I want to make sure right. that they are, are good. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They add up. They add up together. Yeah. And, you know, I think some people think, oh, I can't control it or whatever. But or I mean, I can think of two experiences in my life where I know chemicals have come into play. My ex-husband had neuropathy in his legs from the knees down in his 20s. Wow. Well, we started trying to investigate why he used to use. uh, Do you know what naphtha is? You, I have heard it of is it. A Tell me very when you say it, I'll strong know it. chemical you use to like strip car parts and yeah, I've it's heard like of a it. solvent. Yep. Well, you're supposed to use protection when you use it. And of course, he's a dumb kid, teenager, mm-hmm. adult who doesn't need protection from chemicals because he's a man, right? <laughs> um, he would just use it with his bare hands all the time. Oh my gosh. And if you read into naphtha, one of the things it can cause is nerve damage. And then yep. his dad worked for an oil refinery and um, worked there for many, many years. And he worked with a bunch of people who they all worked there for, you know, the same 30 years or whatever. And the refinery closed. And within a very short period of time, while these men are in their 60s, they started developing brain cancer. Oh. Several of his coworkers died within a very small period of time with brain cancer. And you can't tell me it doesn't have any connection to exposure to toxins in the workplace. I guess the, the lesson to take away from this is if you've got kids, teenagers at home, teach them about what you might come in contact with at the workplace. Like your example, you had no idea till the rep told you that, but how exactly. many people did the rep not tell, mm-hmm. right? So tell your kids, like, you know, you just need to be careful if you're in a job, in a workplace, know what the chemicals are and what the safety precautions should be. Exactly. And and hopefully the people there will train you properly, but that's not always happening. Right. So we asked our listeners When it comes to living mainly clean, what challenges do you face? And they sent us in um, some questions. And um, so we'll just go over those with you. So Liana from Chicago, she asked, what easy things can we do on a daily basis to be cleanish that don't involve a lot of time or money? And that's the thing that people think it has to be like super expensive or take a lot of time. The hardest part was getting rid of those 75 
items and starting fresh, but it wasn't that expensive. You know, I decided to go with Branch Basics, but there's lots of things. You don't have to use Branch Basics. There's other options. The Environmental Working Group app will will give you some ideas. Um, I actually have decided to be all in with it, and you just have to make sure that you, like, keep the concentrate stocked. Like, I'm not going to run out. If I notice my concentrate's getting low, I order more so I can always make up a new bottle of whatever I need. And But it's not more expensive than all that other stuff I was using. That's the part that's that's so amazing. And it works. Like, today, I was in the shower, and people think, well, I'm not going to be able to clean my shower. I'm in there and I have a little scrubber in my shower. And so it's like there's a little mildewy place. So I just was scrubbing it while I was in the Do shower. You know and what it is scrubbed hilarious? right off the ground. What? Were you doing that too? Yes. This <laughs> <laughs> we are always on the same page. That's so funny. But I'm in the shower and I'm just scrubbing it with yeah. like the, the shower water. I mean, I didn't need to use anything. That certainly didn't involve a lot of time. I was already there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I keep my Branch Basics bathroom cleaner in my shower. Oh, that's smart. Because I just keep a little blue nylon-y pad in there and I spray, I have glass shower doors. So I spray down my doors and let them soak while I'm like letting my conditioner do whatever. And then I wipe them down. And I've always cleaned the shower while in the shower. I noticed a little mold in the trash. Naked shower cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. So I cleaned it all out and I was in the shower anyway. Anyway, that is great. But it really, we think it's going to be like expensive or not work, but I guarantee if it didn't work, I would be looking for another solution, whatever your natural cleaning So I went are. to Branch Basics in the summer at some point after I yeah. used them at the beach. And this is awful. I'm like, Liana, and I'm like, you were talking. I have an entire sink, under sink of my kitchen that's full of cleaning products. Full yeah. of different kinds because I'd buy it. I didn't like it. I bought this one because it looked cleaner. None of it was clean. I shut the doors. My Branch Basics bottle sits on the kitchen counter. <laughs> I won't even open the door. I don't even want to see what's under there right now. And then I'm like, what do I do with it all? Where it like You know, I wonder we really don't want to just necessarily throw it all away because exactly. it's not good to get it into the trash stream, but I wonder if you could donate it to like um shelters or oh, something. Oh, that's a great idea. I mean, look, I know. It's already out there in the I world. Know. You're like, well, why would you want to but they they might be grateful to have something. Maybe a preschool or something that needs to clean up. I know that, tables. but in my mind, it I'm sounds like, awful. Do I we know. really want the I with the children to use that either? But I know. I don't know. Maybe the, an animal house. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what to do with it. So None I of those just solutions shut the door sound and good. I don't look that at it. That all sounds like a bad idea. It does. Now it <laughs> once feels you're like, like this you're... is not good, you don't want to give it to give somebody else. Give the gift of disease. <laughs> give it to like your your cousin who's like using whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ship it all to my ex-husband. There you anyway, <laughs> you should maybe find somewhere to dispose of it that's not um gonna harm the environment. Harm the environment, exactly. And one thing to keep in mind, if you've been using the same counter spray for 40 years, let's say you know it's not a good option, you've been using it for 40 years and you have a third of a bottle left, you could finish up the third of the bottle and then just buy a new one next time. If you've been using right. it for 40 years, another third of a bottle might not be that bad. Of course, with me, I'm like, okay, I'm done with this for the, for life. I don't care how much I'm the same way. Yeah. So it's a trade-off. We're cleanish, So that's important. So Karen from Jersey asks, do non-natural surface cleaning products like Clorox wipes or Fantastic Spray really affect your body? They really do. But- and it's not just when they touch you, but you're inhaling it as well. Mm-hmm. I know those things are so convenient. Those wipes, so convenient. But 
so not only are you touching them and you're absorbing whatever chemicals in it, but they are loaded with scents. Yeah. That you're they're, breathing they're, in. And, and all those fragrances are really like the worst. Right. They really, really are. So I, I know, but you can find something, you know, like I said, it doesn't have to be branch basics, but it could be something along the lines of that. And you can add your essential oil to it and get a good smell that's not hurting you. And you can enjoy the process of cleaning and and know that what you're you're using is not hurting you at all. One listener shared, I don't really know what living clean really even means. Yeah, I know because we, we, we've never really talked. We talk about eating clean all the time, but living clean, mm-hmm. I guess. With the, <laughs> I think I mentioned cleanish. before in the Life Lessons <laughs> Facebook group, people are always asking about clean body wash or clean face wash or whatever. And then people will be like, I've used dove and it cleans my face well for 40 years or something and i'm like okay but is it clean yeah so this is a new term for a lot of people it is and it's really you know like like we we use beauty counter we've talked about it a million times and it's they call it clean beauty and it's just a matter of and that doesn't mean they don't have you know chemicals in it because there are quote chemicals in everything even water is a chemical so you cannot avoid chemicals your body is made of chemicals. So anything that says it's chemical free, I'm like, well, literally, it's made of nothing. Right. If it's chemical free. <laughs> <laughs> it's made of nothing. Anyway, because that's impossible. Chad just laughs at that because he's a chemist, you know. So when it comes to living clean, remember, we're living mainly clean. So we are just making the choices to limit the toxic products where we can. Right. And and that's the best you can do. And the ones, you know, that make a difference. And choosing products that that choose to use ingredients that are not proven to be harmful or toxic over time. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, when it comes to being cleanish, where it comes to clean living, it's making a choice. Like I talk about this in cleanish as well, and it's it's natural deodorant. I used my natural deodorant today and yesterday and the day before and the day before it's winter. Right. I use my natural deodorant all winter. I use it most of the spring, most of the fall. There's a period of time in the summer, depending on what I'm going to be doing that day, when I might use standard deodorant. Mm-hmm. I do the exact same thing because you need it to work. I need it to work. And, you know, if I'm sweating real a lot of Georgia sweat out in the hundred and whatever degree, I, I don't smell fresh. So. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's, you know, that's what it means to be cleanish. So Megan, the Canuck, she says, I do not put much thought or money into buying maybe the most cleanish makeup products. They're not terrible, but I don't actually research or anything. How do you know they're not terrible if you don't research? That's right. It's really easy to research it. I love the Environmental Working Group app. They're, they're, um, what's it called? EWG. Environmental yeah, EWG, but I mean it's it's the Healthy Living app. Oh, I think health. it's called the Health the Healthy Living app. I love it because I research things there, and I needed I needed some eyeshadow. The one I wanted to get from Beauty Counter was out of stock, and I don't like that that creamy kind. You don't? No, I don't like it. There's a Sorry. learning curve with it. I don't like it. <laughs> 
So I wanted a powdery kind and Branch Basics, I'm not Branch Basics, Beauty Counter was out of stock, the one that I liked. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the EWG app and I'm going to find something. And I found a brand. Is it Mineral Fusion? Yes. You've used that brand mm-hmm. before. That's what I almost exclusively used before I switched to Beauty Counter. And it's it's got, um, you know, it's 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 highly rated on environmental working groups. So I just, I could order it from Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I just ordered some of that and it wasn't expensive. I mean, it was not more expensive than any other good quality eyeshadow right. that I'm going to buy. And so it just took me a minute and then it was there at my house in two days. So it doesn't take long to research it and to figure it out. And a, a tiny little swaps. My Publix has it. Really? Yeah. You should look at yours. I've never looked locally. <laughs> I just stumbled on it one day. And I was like, wow, this is surprising. They have a little display for it. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, highly rated in environmental working groups. So I would start looking because it really will surprise you because the things that you think are okay may be terrible. And right. the things that you think are terrible may be awesome. Like um, I talk about in Cleanish, the mouthwash that Chad's buying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's called like the healthy dentist or something. And it's like in the the natural section and it's got aloe vera designed by dentist, healthy. It looks so, it's all that greenwashing. It's rated worse than Listerine original. So I now buy Listerine original. Right. The amber kind that my grandmother used because it has a better ranking. And if you just put them side by side and asked 100 people, please choose the healthier one. Now, now those who thought you were probably trying to trick them might would go with the Listerine. They're like, you're trying to trick me. I'm going to pick the one. But honestly, you would never think that one was better. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how a label can really sway a person's perception of a product. Well, just like that CLR stuff. Right. That CLR cleaner it looks, looks like awful. hazardous. <laughs> exactly. It actually, the way they designed the label looks so dangerous. It looks like warning, it don't does. use this. Exactly. And it's like so safe. You'd be better off spraying that on your body than most of the, the body washes that are out there. <laughs> but I, I didn't know that until I looked in the Environmental Working Group app. Anyway. Alice from Pittsburgh, she wants to know how she knows what products are best to use. She says the products I use daily are body wash, face wash, body lotion, and moisturizer. Yeah, same same as we just said. The Environmental Working Group app is a great place to look. And that's why Sherry and I love Beauty Counter so much, because you don't have to check it. Like, I know they, they have a never list. Mm-hmm. And there are other companies like that, too. But they have a list. These are things that will never be there. So you just know if they're selling it. It's it's going to be okay. Yep. But you can use the Environmental Working Group app for other things. There's other other places too, other apps besides Environmental Working Group. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, it's not it it doesn't it's not necessarily more expensive. Like I get this exactly. quart of this, I can't even think what it's called, but I get it from Thrive Market, and it's like lemon coconut, and it is EWG verified, and I think it's seven ninety nine for a quart with a pump bottle. And you can use this body wash or face wash or even shampoo. So it doesn't have to be, you're not, you don't have to spend a lot of money. You can spend a whole lot more money for like the fancy brands of things that are are not clean. Exactly. Than some of these things that actually work really well and are clean. Right. Becky from Wisconsin says, sometimes my homemade cleaning solutions don't work well as the store-bought full of chemical solutions. Yeah, I, I get it. I don't make homemade cleaning products. I, I did that for a very brief period of time, but there's some good ones out there that you don't, so you don't have to make your own. I tried that before I switched to Branch Basics because, you know, they say vinegar works well. 
Well, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Number one, my husband detests vinegar. Chad had a fit back in the day when I tried to do that. He's like, I'm so embarrassed if anyone came over, they'd realize your house smelled like vinegar. And I'm like, no one's coming over. First of all, you know, we don't ever have people over. Yeah, like he can't stand for me to eat a salad at the table. But yeah. I was trying to, I mean, and he's a professional tile setter. And he would say one of the best things to clean your tile with is vinegar and water. And But then I would do it. And he was like, the house stinks uh, like vinegar. Well, yeah. now I, I use my branch basics. Yep. And it doesn't smell. There really are solutions for what you can buy that will work. Mm-hmm. And you will enjoy using better than than homemade stuff. Absolutely. Yep. So Taylor from Raleigh, she says, cost. So I'd rather pay more for organic foods when I'm able versus clean cleaning products. I don't have a sense of what is really important for keeping my home clean. And really, you just don't need as much as you think you do. That, that's that's true. really the key. You don't need as many things. Yeah. Once you find, once you find the ones that you like and, and go back to those, they're, they're not going to be, you know, more expensive than the big name brands that you're already buying. I want to go like way back to think way back to like what maybe your great grandmother used to clean. She didn't have Windex to clean her windows. So just keep it simple. Yeah, exactly. Judy says, I really don't know where to begin. I buy products and I get overwhelmed by it all. I need to be more organized. It seems I have great intentions, but then convenience wins me over. And can I just say, I think going through this book and starting to prioritize what is important to you and doing it in baby steps is really going to help you, Judy. Just figure out your number one priority. Maybe you want to clean up your food first. Maybe you want to clean up your environment first and then start, just start investigating. I mean, you could pick one item. Every time you run out of something, you run out of, you know, window cleaner, find a clean window cleaner to replace it. A replacement. It doesn't have to be all in all at the same time. That's overwhelming to everybody. Yep. That's a great suggestion. And, you know, the thing about convenience winning you over, that's what I talked about before. Like, I never run out of the concentrate because I can't go buy it at the store. So I make sure I have some. If I got low, I would order some more before I ran out. That's that's convenient, having a new one right under my cabinet. Right. It's very convenient. Versus if I let myself run out, that would not be convenient. So make it more convenient to do the what you want to do. Yes. It's really convenient for it just to come to my house. I don't even have to go anywhere. <laughs> extra convenient. <laughs> I love it when the products I need come to me. Me too. These days they do. Yep. So Terry from Ohio, she is struggling to find cleaning products that work well. She says, for example, clean laundry detergents work fine on clothes, but they don't leave my towels fresh smelling. I also still haven't found a clean deodorant and toothpaste that I love. Can I just say with deodorant? There is a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you have always used an antiperspirant deodorant, you are never going to find a clean alternative that works the same way. Right. So you have to be willing to give and take a little. So I know I'm not going to be completely dry with my beauty counter deodorant, but I'm also not going to be stinky. Right. And I know. Unless it's August. <laughs> and le- yeah, unless it's August in the South when it's swampy down here. But um, yeah, so you have to maybe 
change your expectations a little bit. Now, I'm not saying use products that don't work. I'm just saying like they're not going to be exactly like your chemical, your your products that are full of chemicals or um, are like fragrances that we know are toxic and that sort of thing. And just, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, I was using a clean laundry detergent, very well rated. People raved about it. Um, it was kind of expensive, um, but I was like, well, it's clean and it works good enough. Well, my work clothes started getting kind of a funky odor to them. And I couldn't, yeah. no matter how I washed them, I could not get it out. My towels started to develop the same funky odor. So it was not removing, I'm guessing, body oils and bacteria from my clothes. That's where the smell comes from. And I switched to Branch Basics. And I'm like, what do I have to lose? I'm buying it to clean my counters and windows and tub anyway. So I made the um, Branch Basics detergent. One load, that smell was gone from everything. Yeah. And so don't settle. There's so many different, you know, kinds out there and get it, try it. If it doesn't work, don't think all clean cleaning products don't work. It's just that one doesn't work for some reason. Yep. And I also want to talk about an issue that is very important. And she said it doesn't leave her towels fresh smelling. So I want to talk about what that means, fresh smelling. And I'm going to use the example of my stepmother and my sister. My stepmother used a certain kind of laundry detergent forever. She's all, I think her mom might have used it too. And then my sister grew up with that same detergent. And so that is what they think laundry is supposed to smell like. It's one of those heavily scented, mm-hmm. big name brands right. that has a certain smell to it. You could probably be at the grocery store and smell people and know who uses it. So they have an association that that is what clean clothes is supposed to smell like. Yeah, but clean really has no smell. Exactly. So that's the thing. So if if you are using a kind of, of detergent that your mom used or that you're used to and it has this heavy scent that you associate with clean clothes, that fragrance is actually a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to tell people that, but that fragrance is 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 not something you want. And I'm going to tell you something too, like, okay, my husband smoked when I met him and then he quit smoking about, I don't know, five years ago. And when he smoked, I would always complain about the smell. And he was like, no, it doesn't smell, it doesn't smell. Well, after about a year of not smoking, he'd be by his dad who smokes. And all of a sudden, like he's like, oh my gosh, did I smell like that? Like, you yeah. get desensitized to smells. And now that I don't use products that have like artificial scents and fragrances in them, I can tell so much. I'll be at work and somebody will walk by and I can smell the dryer sheet on their yeah. scrubs. And it's almost nauseating to me. Right. Like my body has a reaction to it. Mine too. Um. So the more you cut those smells, I mean, like, I feel like we have this overload. Our senses are overloaded with all these smells out there from detergents to hairsprays to, you know, room fresheners. And if you can start to eliminate them, you really start to notice how heavy and cloying they are. They just start in the air. 
they make my head hurt. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you the story about the cleaning lady that hid those things all around my house that time? No. <laughs> I forgot. It was years ago, maybe 2009. It was a long time ago. I was having the Junior League of Augusta Christmas party at my house. This is my other house, okay? The entire Junior League of Augusta, including the sustainers, like all these people in Augusta were coming to my house for this Christmas party. So I was like, I need someone to come and clean my house. So somebody else was like, I know someone here. She goes, let's have her come over. And I'm like, great. So she came and cleaned my house on a Friday. I got home and she, it smelled like all the bad fragrance you could imagine. Because I've been using fragrance free for a long time. You know, those little sachet kind of things that you can like. Oh, yes. That are very heavily perfumed. They have like the crystals in them. Whatever they yeah. are. She had hidden those in every room of my house. Like as a like, surprise, now your house smells really fresh. I had to go on a hunt. And like then my hands, I had to throw them all out and put them in. I was like, no, we can't. You know, they made me have a headache. Anyway, so I really noticed them. It was like overpowering. But she tried. She tried. Bless her heart. <laughs> I appreciated her effort. So Fiona from New Zealand, she her, her problem is balancing effective products versus non-toxic products. And we've talked about that a little bit. And Jen and I, we get you. Like, I hate to clean. So I don't want to spend ages scrubbing my shower, not for it to work, as she said. Um, she's like, I don't want to spend hours scrubbing, but I also don't want to gas myself with a chemical cleaner, which is effective but I don't know what it's doing to my body. And that's where Jen and I are. We felt exactly like you. Right. Um, and it really, it's not hard. It's, you know, it, it's it's really easy. Again, if you're not using the naked in the shower cleaning technique, <laughs> that is what Sherry and I recommend. See, you're going to get tips you didn't even know you were going to get. So I use um, Dr. Bonner's, I think is what it's called. It's yep. like a castor a oil concentrate cleaner. Castile. So, is it Castile soap? No, oh, did I, I say castor so. oil? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Wrong C word. Uh, Castile <laughs> soap, yes. Um, and you can use it as a household cleaner, and it's clean, and you can put it on your body. Now, it's not like full on EWG verified, but it ranks very high depending on wh- whether you get like they have different. Um, I don't. I'm not going to use the word fragrances because it's like natural scents like citrus or lavender or peppermint and that affects where it ranks on the ewg app but you can use it to clean and it also works as a great shower scrubber so you can lather up your body and lather up your shower i mean there are products out there all over the place that you have probably seen and don't even know that they're clean yeah because they're not advertised that way again clr is the best example of that you just never know so, yeah, there are effective cleaners out there. You just have to do – you have to be willing to experiment a little bit and ask questions and ask other people what they use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we're having the book study, yep. right? We're going to we're gonna talk about things. I'm sure I am going to learn things from the members. You know, I wrote a book about it, but that doesn't mean I know everything there is to know. I learned a lot while writing it. I'm a teacher. We don't know everything. We can teach you what we have learned. But we're always learning. So I can't wait to hear things from members. Nicole from Central California asks, how worried do I need to be about canned foods? Do some canned foods contain more BPA than others? 
canned foods that are labeled as BPA-free, are they any better or are they just using chemicals in the lighting that aren't yet deemed bad? How concerned should I be about tap water considering I live in an agricultural area? Is my Brita filter doing enough? I feel like so much of the info out there about living clean is unbalanced and there's a lot of fear mongering because it's usually somebody selling something or looking for clicks. I would like to learn how to navigate this topic without resorting to all or nothing thinking so I can continue to make changes that impact my family's health in a positive way without feeling like a crazy person. Yeah, I love that, Nicole. And that's where cleanish comes in. You know, that question that you asked about, are they using chemicals in the can lining that aren't yet deemed bad? It's possible. It is possible. You know, we don't know what we don't know until we know it. Well, and I've done some deep dive into BPA. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, but the government, da, 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 da. There are some independent chemists and stuff that have done a lot of research into BPA, like the European nation who is usually way more conservative than United States have deemed that it is safe and they have allowed it to be used. Um, Canada has allowed it to be used. So a lot of the research, there was a big uproar about it several years ago. And a lot of the research says that the minimal amount that people get, um, even, I think I read something, they would have to consume 1,400 food products per day to exceed the BPA that would be considered safe. I mean, so again, it's one of those things where you're going to have to do your own reading and research into it and decide what you're comfortable with. But um, sometimes things get maybe put out there prematurely or without a lot of research to back it, um, like you said, because it serves some purpose. I'm not I'm not telling you to use BPA, don't use BPA, whatever, but there is a lot of research done into it, a lot of independent research, and you can go down a rabbit hole like I did for days into that subject. My philosophy is, like I talk about in Cleanish, these things, you know, like let's say we have that study that says we use it in such small amounts, it's no big deal. It's the additive over time that I worry about. Mm -hmm. So I would 100% Choose. If I was looking at two different products and one was BPA-free and one wasn't, mm-hmm. I would choose the BPA-free. Oh, I would totally do the same. Yeah. But at the same time, um, you know, like it came out for a while that you shouldn't get canned tomatoes because those cans are lined um, and that you should only buy tomatoes in glass jars. Well, where I live, well, yeah, see, I'm not I gonna, can't get no, tomatoes I'm in glass <laughs> jars. So you know what? Yeah. I'm going to use my tomatoes out of my BPA-free. BPA can can and i'm yeah. not going to worry about it after yeah. that that's right you know that's the thing you know you just you have to decide nicole what you that, that's the whole point of cleanish you're going to decide you know if it's a choice between a bpa free can or a can of bpa i'm going to pick the bpa free because it it isn't probably going to be worse than right. the bpa so and if, if you want to take it one step further and look for something in a glass jar, you can. But again, I I same with you, Sherry. We don't have the local stores. Like today I was out looking for organic heavy cream. Uh-huh. And I went to three stores and it was sold out. We didn't have any there was no organic wow. heavy cream. 
I got some organic half and half. It's right. just going to have to do. Right. So, I mean, I had to decide. Do I go with the regular heavy cream? And I was like, well, no. and see, like for me too, I'm like, am I going to worry about the can lining or am I going to store my leftovers in glass dishes rather than plastic? I and, did that. I mean, I've been doing so, that for years. Right. And so I make other changes to remove potential BPA exposure like from my life. And then I'm not going to sweat whether or not I have a right. BPA line tomato can. Because yeah. to me, that's that's my balance. And the whole point is lowering it when you can, right? We're lowering what we can and not worrying too much about the things that we can't. So, you know, there's a whole lot more in there. We're about out of time, so we need to kind of move on. But we could, we could keep going down those, you know, about the water. Yes, you do want to filter it, that sort of thing. And we don't want to go to all or nothing thinking. That is what we want to avoid. We clean The whole point of cleanish is to not feel like a crazy person and to know, like me, using my standard deodorant every now and then just because I need it to work. But I'm making a better choice most of the time. I'm cleanish. So today we gave you a brief overview of the issues related to living mainly clean and shared some listener questions and our thoughts about the topics. But don't forget, the most important part of this process is applying what you've learned. In the paperback of Cleanish, there are end of chapter activities where you'll reflect on what you've learned and also take action. You can also find them in a write-on worksheet type format at jenstevens.com cleanish. There's a free downloadable PDF. If you have an iPad, you can get some sort of an app that allows you to import the PDF and then write directly on the pages. I'm not going to give you a specific recommendation. There's a bunch of them. See what you like, especially if you have that little pencil that comes with the iPads, you know. Or you can print the pages out, put them in a binder, or you can get a separate notebook to be a cleanish journal and use the electronic version of the pages for a reference, but do the writing in your cleanish journal. There's so many ways you could manage it. So you have a cleanish homework assignment. By February 2nd, read all of the way through the book to the end of the personal care products chapter in part one. So if you did your reading last time, that means you've got two new chapters to read, the one about household cleaning products and the one about personal care items, and do your reflect and take action um, assignments by examining what's in your cabinets. You'll use the Environmental Working Group's Healthy Living app to see where your cleaning products and personal care items might land, and you may be as surprised as I was. So before we get into the listener-led lesson of the week, we want to take a minute to tell you about one of the companies that makes it possible for us to bring you the podcast. And today we're going to talk about Dry Farm Wines. Um, Dry Farm Wines is really the only way I drink wine now. When I talked to Todd White, the founder of Dry Farm Wines, he really explained, if you look at the label of a bottle of wine, there are no ingredients listed. They don't have to tell you what's in it. He talked about all the chemicals they put into conventionally um, grown and produced wines. And that convinced me right there. So I only use Dry Farm Wines. Um, that, that's what I drink at home, um, like 100%. So if you go to dryfarmwines.com slash life lessons, you can get an extra penny bottle. That means if you sign up for their um, you know, first shipment, you get like six bottles, but you can get an extra one for a penny. And you never have to take a second shipment if you don't want to. You can try it and see. But um, I highly recommend Dry Farm Wines because it really has been a big diff- big change for me. So next, we have a segment that we call our listener-led lesson, and today's listener-led lesson comes from Gail in Oregon. She says, I'm an estate planning 
attorney. Our goal is to help keep your loved ones out of court and out of conflict in the event of your death or disability. These plans are not cheap, as anyone who has ever worked with an attorney knows, and estate planning is not one of those that you should try to do yourself, even with an online legal forms company. There's too much detail and state law variation, as well as it being too important to DIY. My friend from college is an attorney, and she says the same exact thing, by the way. Um, However, what every estate planning attorney will tell you is the first step is to create a spreadsheet with all of your possessions listed, property, your bank accounts, your account numbers, passwords, type of ownership, etc. This will become the basis for the type of plan the lawyer will advise you to select. Just doing this one step, creating this spreadsheet, will give you an incredible sensation of peace. Almost always, one partner will have more info than the other, so it's an educational experience, but it's likely to lead to deeper conversations about your legacy, your values, what you want to leave to whom, and the practical knowledge of having all your info in one little pile. This is true even if you're a single person. You'll still need at some point to meet with an attorney licensed in your state, but many will offer this session for free or will waive the cost if you select them to create your plan. Great information. At the end of each show, we share a motivational quote from a listener, and today's quote comes from Sue. It's a quote by James Clear, author of Atomic Habits. The quote is, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. No single instance will transform your beliefs, but as the votes build up, so does the evidence of your new identity. This is one reason why meaningful change does not require radical change. Small habits can make a meaningful difference by providing evidence of a new identity. And if a change is meaningful, it is actually big. That's the paradox of making small improvements. And that fits really nicely with what we're talking about today with cleanish. Small improvements add up. Sue added, I love this quote because it gently redirects me to remember that nobody can change my life but me. Others can inspire and motivate me, but the choices I make determine my outcomes. Sometimes it's hard to want to accept this. It's easier to blame life, circumstances, or even other people for getting in the way of changes we want to make. For example, in what we eat, whether we exercise, whether we spend money. Thinking small habits can make a big difference can motivate me to make my bed, choose water in place of pop, call my mom on Sunday. If I then tie these to identity, I am a person who likes my room to look neat and cozy. I'm a person who drinks water because it makes me feel better. I'm a person who shows love for her mom by checking in. And then I feel stronger and better about myself. That's huge. Such good advice. Thank you so much, Sue. That was great. So listeners, thank you for joining us today. Make sure to join our Facebook community. It's called Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, and we would love for you to leave a review on iTunes so we can reach others. Do you have a story to share for our good news segment, a listener-led lesson, or a motivational quote that means something to you? Or do you have an area of expertise that you want to share as our featured guest for the week as we present our weekly life lesson? Email us at connect at lifelessonscommunity.com and then listen each week to see if we share your story or tip. Until next week, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.